She's an award-winning film composer. Also, she's a musician and producer. She's launched an important foundation. She's vegan. And she plays hockey with men. We're talking to Megan next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You know that song. Oh my God, I'm scared. I'm scared of big fish. Welcome to the concert experience here on AfterBuzz TV and AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm your host, James Lott Jr. You can follow us on iTunes. I'm hearing this music in my brain. I'm like, oh my God, take me right back to like going to the theater to see this movie. Um, you can follow us on iTunes. Oh my God, it's getting crazy in here. Uh, iTunes and YouTube under the concert experience. And then we have a bunch of interviews on there. I do a few on there. And you can follow us on there. And this one will be on there too afterwards. But that was the Jaws theme as many of you guys probably know already at this point. It's an iconic theme. We're going to talk about why it worked with a composer who's here. She's composed for film, TV, stage musicals, opera, and is entering her 10th season, 10th season, as the official composer for hockey's LA Kings. Crazy talk. And she also has some other stuff for other hockey teams too, but she's official for there. She also has a foundation called the Talk Foundation Project, where she records thoughts and observations from terminally ill uh, children. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about a couple of other upcoming projects that are coming up for her. I'm in the presence of a powerful woman making change in the world, Megan Cavallari. Hi, it's great to be here. Good to be. Thanks for coming. Thank you. So tell me why the Jaws theme works. As a composer, why does it work? Okay, first of all, it's John Williams, and he's yes. a genius. Oh my God, he does every, <laughs> everything. Oh my God, yes. yes. But um, why that works is for a lot of reasons. Okay. He starts low with um, the um, strings. Okay. And when you're scared, what happens to your heart? It starts pounding. And it becomes? Louder, more, more and pronounced. faster. Yeah, faster. So he's, he's emulating what's going on uh, in your body. So as that shark's coming around, you see the fin, you see the woman treading water. He's getting inside your body. Wow. So it's, it's very low because the shark is low in the water. Yeah. And you know what's coming, so you're on the edge of your chair, and you're experiencing that shark because of that music. She's yeah. just looking a little scared and hesitant, and you're seeing before her that fin. Yeah. So your heart is beginning to race yeah. and get faster and faster. So the music is whispering in your ear what you should be feeling, and that's, that's John Williams' All the way, he's genius. Because didn't John Williams also do *Raised Lost Ark* too in that series? Oh yes, he did *Star which, which, Wars*. Yes, I'm thinking. So I'm thinking. You're right. Now that you said it that way, I'm thinking of each of the scores right now and their stories. Yeah, he does kind of emulate what's going on. Yes, he gets in the mind of the audience and what they're feeling. He gives them the cue, and he writes gorgeous melodies that stay with you, like *Star Wars*. You know, yeah. it's iconic. Yeah, it is. Iconic themes. I never thought I never thought of it like oh my god because I'm like jaw scared the crap out of me oh, <laughs> me too scared the crap out of me I know um, well we're first going to start we're going to talk about all the music that you do and all that kind of stuff of course but I first want to say congratulations back in April LA Web Fest yes thank you, you so much you scored a comedy series right how'd that feel to win um, it's my second year in a row <laughs> oh okay she's like an old hat at this point in the uh, but, but, but still but even the second year in a row it's still like oh my god you won again they picked yeah, you again yeah it's fabulous yeah. I mean uh, winning awards is always great yeah and my agents, um, Kraft Engel, always can push up my price. 
<laughs> Which is one of the best things about winning not, awards. Yeah, you're not doing it for awards, obviously. You're doing it for the love of music. But, it's great. And yeah. also, um, I love working um, with that director. Um, the t there's two directors. Okay. And Michael um, McDonough is, is one of the directors. And, and it's always great when you work with uh, directors and producers and things over and over because you learn to collaborate with them. Mm -hmm. And it's so much easier when you're doing their second film, their third film, their oh, fourth yeah. film. Yeah. Because you know what they want, you know how they work, mm -hmm. and you just want to collaborate and do your best work. And you don't have the fear when it's the second, yeah, third, yeah. fourth time yeah. around with them. Because you know what to expect, you yeah. know what they like, yeah. and you know how to, to deliver it. And, and this particular one, we were able to use a lot of instruments. Mm, live instruments okay. Okay. so this they had a, more of a budget okay. so this was really really great wow. So, wow congratulations thank you um we're gonna get some more of our other stuff but i got there's two things i could get out the way one this hockey you play hockey with the men's league with men yes i did so in addition to scoring hockey you actually play so how did that come into your orbit? uh well first i'm from philly Okay, there you go. So hockey's <laughs> East Coast, folks. East Coast, Midwest, up north. That's it's very That's big. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm Flyer fan, but I'm also a huge Kings fan. And how I got to be the composer was um, I have been playing uh, hockey for for a while. Daryl Evans is my coach, mm -hmm. and Andre Runson is also a coach. He's um, from Belarus. Okay. Played in the oh, Rus wow. Russian okay. Dynamo and the NHL and in the Olympics. And so um, there was a, there was, we were doing a workshop with Daryl Evans and there was a girl who couldn't put on her equipment really well. So I helped her and she worked for the Kings and it turned out she was a commentator. And yeah. so anyway, I helped her put on her equipment. And I said, just stand behind me. I'm gonna show you all the drills. And if Puck's coming toward you, I'll stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and she she ended up being Heidi Andrell, who was who was very big in the Kings organization. Okay, okay. And she at the end when I helped her take off her equipment because yeah. it's like thirty five pounds of equipment. Yeah, you guys you guys wear a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh my god. You have to because it's like hockey is like yes. poetry. You know, going ninety miles an hour. <laughs> and she she was wonderful. And she's she just said to me, "Well, what do you do for a living?" Um, she she said what she did for a living, and I said, "Oh, I'm a film composer." And she goes. Oh, the King's music, it's not very good. Oh, dang. And so she said, why don't you send me your uh, CD? And I just sent some links over and some wow. stuff. And then two months later, they called me. Wow. And so I started writing for them. And wow. um, that I think the first or second season, Luke Robitaille gave me a, a jersey that oh, said Cavallari. And, and like composer at the bottom and number one or something, <laughs> I don't know. And I was like, wow, Luke Rubitaille, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. Even I know that name, even yeah. I know that name. So, yeah. he, so anyway, that was, it was fabulous. And, and you know, I'm just lucky they called me. And then I also worked for another hockey yeah. team as well. And yeah. so it was this little thing that I love hockey. I play hockey and I play on a men's team because um, a lot of women's hockey starts at 11 at night and 12 at night and the men get uh, ice earlier. Oh, interesting. So, um, and I also uh, liked playing with the men because, uh, A, they protect you. Um, okay, okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> a little 100 pounds less. Yes, yeah, I'm chance, <laughs> I That yeah. I play with. And also, they're always helping you out with things. Okay. This is like a male thing. Okay. They're, so they're always like, go low, go deep, go deep. Oh, how funny. So, so they're always up in my game. 
Okay. And I really like that about men. Okay. So it's it's a man. I don't know. It's a man thing that I like a lot. And and I work a lot with men, being a composer and yeah, conductor. Yeah. yeah. And um, I just like I like the whole atmosphere working with men. And um, so I just joined, and I they always have little things for for me like you know that was really good the way you skated down there but i think if you go next time 90 degree angle you get down there faster so they always have oh, like okay. something okay. to say to me and yeah, yeah. you know like it's, it's helpful yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's but like, it's tough because when they hit you you know you could go <sighs> flying oh my god how you do it oh how you do it you face oh your face your fears oh i went to i went to one uh high game my entire life and that was a few years ago um I have homes in Pittsburgh, the other end of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. I went to a Penguins yeah. game. Big game tonight. The game I went to was when Mario Lemieux came back. He was wow. about to retire. He was about to retire right. when he came. He played because Sidney Crosby's big there. That's a whole big thing. That so right. I know and a little bit. Him. I know a little tiny bit only because I'm Pittsburgh. But yeah. I, I saw a hard. I don't know how I was. I was hurting myself by the end of the game. <laughs> I'm just sitting there drinking and watching the game. <laughs> That's crazy. It's not. It's 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 a beautiful game. I mean, hockey to me is like life. Okay. I mean, you get you get banged up. You get up and yeah. play. There's it's impossible. Yeah. There's a huge guy in a net. That's really small. Mm. It's invigorating. It's it can be scary. Yeah. It can be beautiful. It yeah. can be I said poetry at ninety miles an hour. Wow. And you have to have your line. And you work with your line. You protect your line. Your line's behind you. Mm. And that's the same thing about my composing. Like I have mm. terrific line. I have terrific musicians. Terrific directors. Just terrific um, musicians. Producers, everybody, just everybody, engineers, mixers, and mixer. Got I mean, I got the great. J uh, Jason Moss is my mixer, phenomenal okay. guy, okay. just phenomenal. Assistants, top rate. Yeah. I mean, all all my team, all my line is fantastic. Yeah. And that's my advice to any any yeah. composer out there who wants to be film score. Just get your line together. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's probably any profession. Yeah, that's probably. You know, yeah. so so my line is like. Whether it's my hockey line, yes, <laughs> or my composing line, <laughs> it's an order. It's great. It's, it's got. It's always. It's always. You know, and hockey's always changing. You know, your yeah. defense, your offense, or this, or that. You know, and you get knocked down. Get up. Keep More playing. Power. You did do it, girl. <laughs> I will just watch on television. We're going to show a clip of some of her composing for is it Washington Capitals. You said. Um, yeah, this is the farm team for uh, the Washington Caps, I believe. Okay. Their farm team. So let's go ahead and play a little bit of that. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'm getting into it. I'm ready. Okay, so because you play hockey and have a love for hockey, is it easier for you to compose or is it harder or is it neither? I rate everything and anything. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, we, but, but just because hockey, you just because you're, it doesn't it doesn't make any difference. It's just another it's another job for you. I, I love writing music. I have right. since I've been writing since I was 15. Wow. When I got my first check, and I went. Whoa, I can get paid for doing something I love. All right, that's good. Yes. So, I mean, for this clip, this is mm -hmm. uh, was a commercial for for um, the Washington Caps um, yeah. farm team, and they wanted tribal, 
And I'd worked mm. with this director before. So um, Adrian just said, we want tribal, we want um, just tons of drums and a little and a little like funky guitar in there. So, but, but how I started was when the guys are running up the steps, okay. that's the tempo I picked because they're going as they run up the steps. So I started at the end. Okay. And so I picked the tempo based on their running up the stairs. So that way... I built to it. Built to it. Exactly. Ah, do you get the footage first? And so you get yes. the footage first. They go, okay, make this the sound good. You look at the footage and then you start to piece yeah, it I talked to the director. We spot yeah, it, you know, sure. that sort of thing. And then, then I, send, I might send over, um, I usually always send over an idea. Mm -hmm. And then I get notes from it. Okay. And then, you know... Yeah. With Adrian, I've worked with him before on a great movie um, called um, uh, Sex, uh, Guns and Drugs. And it was okay. this uh, great feature and it was moving and beautiful and, and uh, very like a very dangerous and edgy yeah. kind of film. Won the Philly uh, Film Festival. It was, yeah. it was an incredible film. So yeah. I've worked with him before, so I know what he likes, what he doesn't For like. Shorthand. And yeah, yeah, he's amazing. He's yeah. an amazing filmmaker. So. No, um, so that was okay, so that's your hockey. So that, I would I would get that out all <laughs> hockey thing. That was amazing. You were amazing with that. Thank now, you. Um, before we get to more music, there's another thing that you do. You start at the Talk Foundation yes. project where you read, record thoughts and observations from terminally ill children. Because I was reading some more stuff about you and, and about kind of your background with this, with terminally ill patients and like oncology and things like that. So let's about that a little bit. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so how Talk Foundation started was I have a daughter, um, Shoshana, and she has um, juvenile arthritis. Mm, okay. I'm an arthritis ambassador. And um, we were in, uh, had some uh, infusions and some chemo and things, and I noticed there wasn't any um, place like for kids to talk because the nurses and the doctors were always around and the parents were always around. Mm. And when you're in those wards, you see these kids who've gone through chemo, they don't yeah. have the hair, and it's very sad and things. And I, I wanted my foundation, this was about 10 years ago, to be something that I could do. Okay. And I know about recording. Yeah, you do. So, right. um, and I have an old um, Mac, and, oh, how funny. and so I use GarageBand, a couple compressors, and a really good microphone um, that I have that, so they can hold something. Oh, okay. And, okay. Um, and so I, I rigged that all up. Yeah. And then, um, so I decided then just to make it a foundation and, and go um, and, and help these children. And, and it's, it's rewarding because they have so much to say and they're so wise mm. for their age. And sometimes they want their family to be there. Sometimes they want to talk alone. Mm. Sometimes they want their friends to be there. Sometimes it's what they want to say in their funeral. I mean, it can wow. be really deep. Oh my God. Sometimes it's thank yous. Sometimes okay. it's a song with a guitar. Sometimes oh, it's it's um, yeah. talking about a memory mm. before their cancer. So they're talking. So you're, you're, you're it a problem. It is completely like I'm there with a microphone. Now, sometimes I can, um, I have a form you fill out. Okay. So um, I can learn a little bit about them. Okay. Forehand. Okay. So like, you know, if they're, not able to talk, I can say, hey, I see you have two dogs, what are their names? And then they'll go, let's start talking about their dogs and how they got the dogs and things like that. And that opens yeah. you know, our communication. Yeah. And then I give them a CD and oh. um, I have the, what they said on my, um, on my computer. Oh, cool. So, yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's so, it's so great and gives kids a voice. Because, you know, yeah. adults have voices, but like... Right. And these kids are surrounded, you know. They're like, everybody's always touching them. Everybody's in their face. And it mm. lets them speak. 
Yeah, about it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, are some of them ever really angry, just kind of like, just oh, yeah. ranty, I'm sure. Some are ranting, some are crying, some are wh- yeah. whatever, and it nothing's wrong. I like that. How do you keep it together when you're doing them? Well, I say some <laughs> prayers before I go in. Yeah, they'll say, like, how do you keep it together? It's supposed to be tough. Um, it's not tough. Okay. I feel um, that I'm doing a service, mm-hmm. and I feel like even if one child or or you know, there's some things in the in the, in the um, Talmud that says um, that's a Jewish prayer book. That yeah. if you if you um, help one person, you help the world. I believe that. And so yeah. I feel that it's really everyone's duty to volunteer and do I charitable agree. gifts. So for me, it's like giving back. Yeah. In a dark situation, I'm bringing a little light to a dark situation. Yeah. So oh, it's I very agree. rewarding. Yeah. And it, I feel like you know what. If it's not tough, I don't do it. <laughs> mm, well, <laughs> that might be the, that might the secret of who yeah, I am. Yeah, I think no, we just, I'm just uncovering it. I'm like, if you could do men's hockey, I'm like, then yes, you're tough. You're, 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 you push through it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I find, it, I find it really rewarding. Like, you know, I might have a, a tear on the way home yeah. when I'm driving home. Yeah. There's some Kleenexes there. Yeah. But when I get home, I go, you know, it was really great. And I would imagine it's also kind of on the flip side. Still uplifting and hopeful in oh some way, God, right? Oh my God, the kids have so much good stuff yeah. to say. So I'm sure you're like, okay, I feel good. Like you feel good. Oh, they hug you and they yeah. say they're so thankful that you're there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. their and they sometimes they ask, oh, you know, I didn't say something, and they'll go back to my website, email okay. me, and say, can you? I didn't say something. Can you come back? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I always say with kids, because I have I have kids, I have grandkids. We we're talking about before the show. Mm-hmm. I always say that kids just want to know they're being heard. Sure. They want to know they want to know they're loved and being heard. Those are two basic things. I always feel in my experience with kids and in, in, in my life, those are the two basic things. All they care, like my grandkids, don't care. I'm on TV. They don't care if I do radio. They don't. They just want to pop a Jamie's and come and says I love you and play with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's yeah. like that base low. So I'm sure these kids the same. They just want to know Dude, you're giving you a chance to be heard. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the greatest things that anybody could do for them. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very excited about that. Thank you. Um, and so now, well, now I'll go back into the music. Yeah, those are, those are two things I really, I thought were very important part of your life. And they seem to inform all parts of your life, too. And I said you're a vegan, too. You mentioned that you're a vegan. <laughs> it was on your bio, much of a vegan. <laughs> have, you been, have you been to Trejo's Tacos yet? It's a vegan taco place. Oh, LA. no, I have Danny haven't. Trejo, the actor, started his own little oh, really? vegan, yeah. vegetarian taco place. There's so many place. great vegan places. I mean, it's Little Pine, um, Moby's Place is fantastic. I mean, there's so so many. Native Foods is a chain, oh, which has yeah. some good stuff on there, too. Yeah, yeah. And there's also a great uh, Addiction Chili, I think it is, over in on La Cienega. has yep. some good. Yep, and uh, Lotus Vegan. Yeah. Right around here. Yeah. Right around. So, we'll get stuff out there. Just mentioning that for people who like who are vegan or vegetarian. Or, or want to try it. I mean, a lot it. of people will find like yeah. you do it for lunch and you have more energy during the day. And so, as, as I, well, for me, my introduction kind of was the chain of native foods. It's, it's a chain, right. but they have some really good stuff in there. And that's what kind of got, oh, it could taste fun. It tastes good. Like oh, it's yeah. not just this, you're eating some leaves and a, a right. root vegetable and yeah, then you're done. I, I was just in Philly and I went to this place called Veg and it's okay. one of the it's a gourmet vegan place. Wow. And it was unbelievable. Wow, okay. Yeah. I'll try to go filling. <laughs> Michael's in Bethlehem, but that's near, and I have, I have, a, I have a, a friend in media, but that's all near. Yeah, media, I know media. Yeah, I'm, all right next, I'm right next door to media oh, okay. in Springfield. Okay, I know that, right, I know that area that. a little bit, so yeah. I can actually go to veg, yeah. try it out. Um, okay, so then, yeah, so you uh, also do scores for many different things. Yes. So I, I want to ask you, so, 
is does the inspiration really come from each project you get? Because I was thinking, anybody can create music. I mean, because we're not, we're not talking lyrics, we're talking just music, we're talking melodies and music. So is each project, that's your inspiration when it comes to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, the project dictates, okay. you know, in film scoring. Like if I'm writing a song for TV, um, then, uh, this, you know, I'll read the script, okay, or I'll see, okay. or I will see the, um, uh, you know, you go to a spotting session first. Okay, okay. So the director, um, if it's a feature, or the showrunner, if it's TV, okay. or whoever is, is running the, the, whoever is running the show, basically. Okay. And there's usually a group, maybe if it's Disney, it might be a couple executives in there. Okay. And they... They tell you what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Okay. There could be a temp score in there. Okay. okay. Um, temp music. Yes. A yeah. lot of times, the director will ask you, like on this uh, movie, upcoming movie I'm doing um, now called Jacob Marley. Okay. He, the director asked me, "Do you want a temp score in there?" I said, "Absolutely not. Ooh. I want to create it with you." Oh. And he was like, "Okay." Okay. So, because a temp score meaning that it's, it's like they put something temporary in there, some music, music in there, yeah. it's like, it's and they fall in love with it, and then you have oh, to write really? something. Yeah, oh, that's so then funny. you have to write something that sounds like that, and you're like, Ugh. but sometimes they don't. Sometimes okay. they just ask you, and sometimes they temp it with your music. Wow. So a lot of times I have done a lot of films, done a lot of TV, and I'll send it over to the music editor, and they'll just throw in my music. So what is one show when you heard it, you're like, yes. Yes, it just I just sounded like or one of your first shows just sounded just sound like this was this is perfect and I'm seeing it it really works. Do you remember like a, uh, the first like my first or any of the first couple of shows or anything you did or film scores? Um, I I would say hmm. you've done so many. So. I've done a lot. <laughs> you've done a lot. I mean, just, or, or just one that stands out. Whether it's one for just okay, one that stands I, out. One one that stands out is um, Yair Landau um, did a. a a short that was um, fantastic because it was uh, about um, a guitar, a rock, a rock guitar um, falling in love with a violin. The rock guitar was Steve Vai. Ooh, okay. And uh, the violinist was uh, Emery Calhoun. And there was no dialogue. Okay. And so I had to compose the dialogue. And so the violin had to be flirty, okay. <laughs> and the rock and roller, you know. So, yeah. it was, and so it was a, uh, it was called um, live music, and I had to create all the basically dialogue using music. Wow. So that That's was amazing. That was really cool. And uh, how challenging was that? It, it was great. Um, that was one where um, Yair and uh, his producing partner Jackie um, came over to my house every week. Okay. It was that intense because, wow. you know, it's hard to, you know, he would give me notes like, make the violin flirtier. <laughs> make it sexier. Make it this. And like, Seriously. I'm sure. And there was no dialogue. It was just, and you had to tell the story straight you, through how music. You, how do you make a violin, how, so how do you make a violin sexier, kind of, you kind of just like, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of things will sing, make it sexier, like, next time, like, how do you make it sexier, I guess. You just use your imagination. Yeah. I'm thinking violin, well, I guess, I guess you can, well, violins are kind of romantic, they can be sad, I mean, I guess you could make it kind you, of. You just, I just worked and worked and worked until we got it, and that was one of the most challenging film scores, yeah, sure. but it was, it was fabulous, worked out great. We're going to show a piece of one of her, one of the things she's done for Burger Creep, what's called, <laughs> some uh, animated thing. And we're going to show, we're going to talk about a little bit. We're going to look at that. I'll ask you about this. Okay, so great. Ahead. Thanks.
I saw this as like... Where the hell is that woman? That woman is my mom, and she'll be here any minute. If I miss Matlock tonight, I'm gonna kill somebody! Yo, yo, yo! Look who I found taking pictures of us from his 1972 <laughs> unregistered white panel van! Sweet Jesus! Like it's the Duke of Snacky Burger! Hi, nice to meet you. I'm <laughs> Gus. I know just what you're thinking. Amazing, perfect, but that's not all. Look at Let's go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not getting into that thing with a stranger. He's not a stranger. He's a celebrity. <laughs> Seriously, you guys, I'm not getting in there. Okay, stay here all alone. Here. With Chubacabra, Gremlin, Chuckies, Hillary Clinton, you don't know what's out there. <laughs> so I just want to show a piece that because you do these musical pieces <laughs> so, that are very uh, interesting. Yeah. You so me whistling. Much. <laughs> she whistling. Chief, can you pop on oh, some Jay-Z back here? <laughs> That's Tristan Jay-Z. If this thing makes rigs, I can live in here. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Thank you, Zach. That's so, that's so funny. That is like, you, you actually pick the moods. You right. do. Now that you said the Jaws thing is stuck with me now, you've kind of picked each part. Right. right. So so you, you pick which part you want and what I wanted to go for for the the creepy guy with the unmarked fan. The music totally <laughs> But he's a celebrity, yes. so that's where we get our value systems. <laughs> <sighs> but your music was perfect for it. No, the difference, like this weird. The music that came out was so funny. Yeah, it made you laugh. It. it um, so I used the the whistling because it's it's so intimate and this this guy's taking these kids in his unmarked oh, van did, yes. and they're really excited because he's a celebrity. So it's 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 got to be creepy. Yes. In that sort of, just like this is all wrong. It kind of kids like it's kind of kid like. Music <laughs> yeah. bouncy. The beginning music was exactly. bouncy. And then you know you got to put the rap in there and you got to put like all yes. the the guitar stings and things like that. And there's one voice of reason in there, um, one one character that has reason. So you would use like more orchestra strings and things mm. for that voice of reason. And you use the guitar for the the kids just going out of control. Right. It's a bunch of out of control kids. Oh, I love I love the guitar. That was like that was very eighties to me. I love yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. We totally did an eighties thing. So. So okay, so walk me through. Okay, you get you get a project. So you got you got a TV you got a TV show. They want you to do two or three songs. Okay. How do you start? Do you go home and start? You know, I mean, how do you start writing the actual music? Well, if I'm doing a score, um, they send me the basically. The scenes. Cut, yeah, the scenes, and I know it's going to be cut. It's going to because I'm in post production. So in TV, everything runs super fast. Okay. They say we needed it yesterday. Oh wow! So it's super super fast. So in features, I have a little more time. Okay. So for Jacob Marley, I'll be working with uh, Russ Francis, and we'll do the songs because okay. it's a musical. Oh okay. okay. So we'll do the songs this year, and then next year I'll get the score. It. Oh okay. So okay. Um, Songs will come first in an animated musical, so they can animate to them, and then oh, okay. they'll do the score. I'll do the score to picture later. Oh, okay. So, yeah. um, and for TV, you know, you always spot it and get the feedback. Okay. Where they want the music, how much they want the music. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of interaction that goes on before you start scoring. Okay. And then, I mean, if you work with the director or somebody before, you see what they like. But if it's the first time, 
what I do is I send over a lot of stuff to see, is this the right direction? Is this the right direction? Is this the right direction? Because you really don't know yeah. what they like. Yeah. It's like, and if you're working for a, a bunch of people, you know, they couldn't yeah. order the same pizza. So it's no, hard to right, please right, everyone. Right. So you try and try and get as, me, as yeah. many notes as you can and write as fast and as well as you can for TV. <laughs> how do you, okay, so my question is, how do you keep your mind fresh? So that new ideas just come into you, come uh, to you. you. You know what? Um, I I worked for Danny Elfman. He used to oh, say, "That's a big one, big time score." Yeah, he's fantastic. And he used to say, "You just put your antenna up." How funny! And wait for the signal. <laughs> wow! Now Danny Elfman's an interesting case, folks. You guys don't know who he was. I grew up listening to him in Oingo Boingo. He was the, he was the lead in Oingo Boingo, doing a lot of music in the eighties, and then he went on to. Um, oh, it's amazing because including I know one of the Batmans. Like, he's, done, he's done a million different things. Yeah, he's an incredible composer. Um, so that's fine. So the antenna goes up for you, and you're like, okay, I can tune in. Yeah. So the higher above the d- divine comes yeah, it's in. Yeah, just and divine comes in, music comes out, and then if I'm lucky to have an orchestra, the music comes in again. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, do you so do you, so usually these productions? Do you go out and find the orchestra pieces or people you're going to work with, or do they usually have them? Or um, I have. What's called contractors, okay, and they find the orchestra for me, and they know okay. I like it packed with females. Oh, so we like, about, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay, yes, <laughs> my orchestra's it. packed with females, okay. as many females as we can get. Okay, because I Girl like power. to see, I like to see. There's a lot of great. I want to not be a hypocrite, and I want to hire a lot of females. That's very cool. Okay, yeah. so you know, directors, producers love it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, well, I saw. Okay, I saw a thing the other day. It was uh, on CNN. It was on about the eighties. They're doing a series, a mini series that Tom Hanks is producing, um, and they talked to um, Ann Wilson of Hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, they're songwriters and oh, as yeah. well as you know. Yes, but they said. Uh, it was really hard for you to look at them seriously because they were women. And then the Bengals, we talked to Susanna Hoffs, who another great band who did stuff, who wrote their own music. It was like, oh, they're good for chicks. Or they never, they never understood why their gender had anything to do with the way they play an instrument. Right. Like, so we, isn't that a weird thing? Like, well, I mean, it's like you're a human with arms and hands and whatever else you use to play instruments. Why would it matter if you're a man or a woman? Yeah. How you play. Right. It's kind of a weird thing. So, I mean, have you ever, have you ever had any problems with people because you're a woman at all? I've been fired on the spot. I was, oh. I've, uh, I had a agent put a demo together um, and I wrote some music for her and he put my, my name is M. Cavallari. Oh, wow. Because there was a lot of sexism. And wow. so he, when I came into the room to spot, the director said, Castings upstairs for the show, and I said, "Oh, I'm Megan Cavallari. I'm your composer." And he just said, "Oh, a woman can't write this score because it's action." And so, so on my bucket list. Yes, you're an action <laughs> film. Is I'd like to do Mission a Mission Impossible movie <laughs> with all female players. Oh. Yeah, because that would be a Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> And with you, I can see it happen. Just because you just, you saw you push your way through. I can see, I can see it happen. <laughs> so That's pretty just, funny. That's interesting. Yeah, I was just like, what? Why can't a woman write an action film? Yeah. Like, that makes Well, I, I know they can. And there's, I mean, there's plenty of women who write great music out there. Right. So hopefully the tides will change. And you know what? I don't worry about that. Yeah. Because I've been working for so long. You're busy. I'm busy. busy. Yeah, you're busy. And, 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 and I, grateful, I'm grateful for I'm it. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And you know what? There's so much talent out here. Yeah. So I'm grateful every day 
but I get to do what I love. Yeah. So I don't think of it as a man or, or woman thing. I just think of it as like finding your people and doing what you mm, love. I like that. You know, there's people, there's, there's, you find your people, you work for them. And there's other people who aren't your people. That's true. Or maybe you're not That's right true. for the job, but That's maybe true. the next job you're right for. So you just, you know, just say like um, Linda Opes said, next, you know, next, mm-hmm. <laughs> next, you know, yeah. you don't get this one, you get the next one. Mm-hmm. So that's how I just, you know, do live my life. I live my life like that. And I, I think that I've been really fortunate and, and I don't, dwell on the fact that I'm a female. I just, I'm just i just a composer who writes music and I have been really lucky and have unbelievable directors and producers and showrunners who just believe in my work and hire me. So, well, you know it's funny that you say that because um, I, you know, I interview a lot of actors and stuff and it is true, especially in Hollywood, we like to work with people we like to work with. Yeah, it's the best. It's one of those things, you know, so you will be like, okay, you're coming back to my next film, right? Or I do my next TV series, you're gonna be a part of it, right? I mean, they really, people do band together. If they, if they like you and know you can deliver, they'll hold on to you, won't they? And they tell their friends about you. And their friends see your the film. Yes. And they're like, who did that music? So I get a lot, I get people who just wait till the end of the film to see the credits. And they see the credits. Wow. And they just go out and they said, I saw your score, or they go to my website. So I have lots of fans who go to my website all the time and yeah. send me, you know, letters and Tell them your website. Um, my website is Megan Cavallari, C A V A L L A R I dot com. Yeah, so and you there. can you can also find me at um, on Twitter, which is um Megan Cava or Meg Cava. Meg Cava. Meg Cava is my Twitter. Yeah. Well, you can find her on those. So we can talk to her more about stuff. So I, think, I, think it's just so, that's, that's, uh, I think it's so... Cause it, should, it should not matter. Gender should not even matter. Gender, color, it should not matter. Just, if you could do a good job, you just do a good job. You do a good job. But we're grateful for what we get, right, at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely. I'm so grateful. Yeah. And I have awesome, awesome agents. Sarah's great at um, Craft Angle. And I have just so many good people on my line, like I said. Your line, I like that. <laughs> See, so like me, my, my thing's all about the village. I'm all about the village. My fans know. I'm like, everybody's part, now you're part of my village. Everybody's Thank part of the you. village. Everybody's part of the village. You're part of my line. And part of your line. I like that. See, I like that. And that's, and that's where we're going we're gonna to end. Thank you so much. Thank you so much this for having so great. me. This is so great. This is I awesome. love it. Um, so you can follow her, like you said, at the, the place we just said there. And you can also follow this. Oh, look at this. Follow this on <laughs> iTunes and YouTube under AfterBuzz TV under the Concert Experience. Um, you can follow me at James Live Jr. on all the interwebs, all over the place. Yeah, I said interwebs. And uh, you can follow all our shows. We have some great stuff coming up. Thank you very much. I'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.